Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Larry Sanders, Hank Kinsley, Bruno Kirby, Joey Devine, Arthur Artie, last name unknown, Beverly Barnes, Jerry Capen. John Keane, Bill, the writer, Brian, the assistant, Darlene Chapini, musical guest, Hank Kingsley and the Kingsleys of Leon, and now the host of Round Ball Rock, Dave Schilling, no flipping! <laughs> oh, yes! Yeah! I've been waiting uh. for a Larry Sanders themed intro <laughs> my entire career. Welcome to Round Ball Rock. I'm Dave Schilling. Sean Keen, how are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Going pretty well. I kind of was hoping that Warren Zevon would be the musical guest this week. Or Smash Mouth. Well, yeah. Warren Zevon because he was in a really good episode. Sure. Or Elvis Costello. I also I was. Would be Clint Black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Black. Okay. I also was surprised that we didn't hear David Duchovny's balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have beef with David Duchovny. There oh, was, that's true. Yeah, uh, you and David Duchovny have beef. I wrote a profile of him for the Guardian, and I included the fact that he has a sex addiction, and he got very mad and said that I signed a contract alleging that I would not bring that up, but there was no such contract. David Duchovny's litigious balls! <laughs> Joey. Cow litigation! <laughs> Joey, how are you? I'm good. Wait a minute. You forgot your... Oh, hi! There you go. I don't also, ask either. me again. Uh, hey, Joey, what's up? It's lit, fam. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Squeeze them all in. Uh, we have a Google Voice call. I wanted to get that out of the way. 
uh, just because it's such a great call. Because you can call us. Yeah. You know where you can call us. On the robot number. Robot, tell us the number. Three, two, three, six, eight, two, zero, three, four, two. So yeah, call us. Call us. Also, email us roundballrockpod at gmail.com and at roundrockpod on Twitter. We love to hear from you. Um, speaking of hearing from people, let's play uh, the robot Google Voice uh, question. Hey, it's Casey Clark. Love the podcast. Love Roundball Rock. Just wanted to say I went to Barclays Center over the weekend to see the Knicks play the Nets. And it took me about until halfway through the second quarter to remember that Derrick Rose played for the Knicks. Okay, the Battle of New York. I mean, that's mm. technically not a question. It's not a question. It's more of a statement about where Derrick Rose is in his career, which is not very high in esteem with this person, Casey. Thanks, Casey. Thanks, Casey. But if you're going to call again, please ask questions. Ask a question. Although I do, it didn't lead me to think of a question for you guys. Okay. Which, who is a player on an NBA team that you always forget they're on that NBA team? You asking us or the You the guys, audience? you guys. Oh, Sean, you go first. Um, I this this I shouldn't have forgotten about, but I was blown away to see David Lee in the starting lineup for the Santa. That was Spurs. also going to be my answer because <laughs> I think of him as like an eternal Mav now. Yeah, he's so <laughs> Mavtastic. He's like grabbing the mantle of Brian Cardinal and just running yeah. with it, like Eduardo Nahara texting him after every the Rafe LaFrance. Uh, <laughs> Evan Eschmeyer, <laughs> a guy who's like 18 months past the point where he should be wearing a sleeveless shirt. <laughs> I I forget that Robin Lopez is on the Bulls. Oh, oh that totally yeah. surprised me. Hey, hey, how can you forget I'm on the, the Bulls, Dave? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why, why does he sound like Andrew Luck all of a sudden? Because he Stanford. Right, it does that to them. Stanford. Oh, it's a really good public university. <laughs> you can drop your classes after finals. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that we can talk about, uh, that you can talk to us, uh, ways that you could talk to us. Man, I'm all screwed up today. Five star mm-hmm. reviews. <gasps> if you get up to, f- if we get up to fifty, we're five at twenty five five star reviews. We're halfway, we're halfway there. there. We are limping up to the finish if line. We get to fifty, which we're gonna get to fifty. We have to get to, get to fifty. 50. Yeah. Uh, what are we gonna do, Dave? We're gonna do a commentary on uh, white slavery documentary, My Giant, <laughs> starring uh, George Murison and Billy Crystal, directed by Ava DuVernay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's a sequel to 13th. Yeah, it's a really, really powerful piece of work. But uh, we're not close yet. We're halfway there. So uh, as a thank you to everyone who has reviewed us. Joey's you review read- it? We'll read them. We'll read them. We so don't care. So we got one this week uh, from Crush1104 or K Rush 1104 Kareem Rush, if that's you, we want you on the pod. <laughs> yeah, come on the pod. Uh, and it's titled Trust the Process. Mm-hmm. And it's very short and very sweet. Yep. All caps. Leave Hinky alone. Aww. Wow. Uh, I mean, Come good on. timing. It's true. Oh, no. You should leave him alone because he is on sabbatical. That's yeah, true. He's That's literally true. not working. Yeah, it's NBA. his gap year. You shouldn't. <laughs> you, you you aren't supposed to bother people on their gap year. So. Is he is he going to become the co-CEO of Uber? Is that where everything's leading right now? He's consulting for tech firms. They're spiraling. <laughs> He yeah, might tank the company. He's going to ruin Snapchat for sure. He's taking Snapchat down. Yeah. Um, I mean, what if what if the pictures just stayed 
forever. <laughs> what do we think of that? What if you upload a picture, but then you don't you don't get to see the picture for three years? <laughs> <laughs> what if they're all but backwards? You just so. trust that the picture is going to be good and then you, three years from now. And then there's a bunch of packs you can put uh, a knee brace. On your picture, you can put your guy on crutches. Give him a head injury. It's what it's what's called Snapchat. It's all about broken bones. You can, we you can take the picture, but then we send the picture to Europe for three years <laughs> just to get seasoned. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, Steve Kerr is trusting his own process. Oh, by, news! We're going to news. Yeah, by resting. Oh, do we have more? Reviews. No, we're good. Oh, we're okay. good. Um, Steve Kerr rested all of his good players on Saturday against the Spurs. Yeah, what the um, F? an ABC primetime game. Very important matchup uh, for seeding in the playoffs. And basically both teams just threw up their hands and said, mm, you know, who cares? I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge's heart certainly he's actually did hurt. that. Yeah. He's actually <laughs> wow, what a surprise that LaMarcus Aldridge Yeah, convenient heart problems. Heart problems. <laughs> uh, he's back today, though. Cleared to play today. Oh, well, that's good. So yeah. now that's why we can make fun of right, him having he's, a heart problem. He's, he's not going to die on the court. Yeah. <laughs> is this is this ruining the NBA? Resting? Yes. No, because it's going to make the playoffs better, but it did ruin that game. That game was a nightmare. I was just happy to see Patrick McCaw really step into the spotlight and shoot <laughs> 0 for 11. <laughs> I, I think he shot 0 for 12. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Sorry. He... A tying Aaron Gordon, sharpshooter Aaron Gordon, for the uh, season high in attempts without a make. Yeah, but Ian Clark had 36 points, right? I mean, right. that's who I paid him. That's tight. That's, that's who... You pay to see him? Yeah, I go to NBATickets.com to get tickets to the game every time Ian Clark plays. You take that last train to Clarksville, baby. Ooh. Well, there was actually a child who was at the game and brought a sign and said, I gave up my birthday party to watch Curry play. That's ridiculous. That sign play. was clearly written by his dad, first off. As right? it is? Abs- absolutely. So, like, I'm going to make this guy, Steph Curry. But also, like... I don't look. I don't have children. I don't know how much a birthday party costs. Depends on the birthday party. Depends on the kid. Yeah. Right. Like I had McGruff at my birthday yeah, party one year. But that like, was wait, really? expensive. Yeah. The crime dog. You were can't... you into law enforcement as a child? No, my father was in the air force. Oh. I, mm. I don't know why he thought McGruff would be cool, or why I had I was so passionate about. You not liked trench coats. coats. Yeah. I also yeah. liked dogs that could talk. Yeah. That's <laughs> Um, big dogs. I like big dogs. <laughs> but yeah, like, just, okay, so Curry wasn't there. First off, that kid wasn't old enough to know that. Right. You pointed at Ian Clark and be like, yeah, that's Steph Curry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that kid couldn't read. <laughs> but also, just invite three of his friends over and have a sleepover now. Like, oh, yeah, here's your birthday party if you're really that bummed about it it's not an either or situation you still you... got to go to the game yeah, yeah exactly. do you feel really bad for this seven-year-old getting hundred you know two hundred dollar basketball tickets for his birthday because being on it was television. a non-ideal matchup yeah. but instead instead of just owning it and telling the kid like yeah these are adults and uh sometimes the world doesn't it's not an a la carte menu mm-hmm. at the nba what? and what? instead they're like you know what let's double down on this let's Blame your favorite player 
and in fact make a sign complaining about him. Right. When I was a kid, and I would go to Seattle Mar- I, when I would go to see the Oakland A's play the Seattle Mariners or the Texas Rangers. I always just assumed it was either Randy Johnson or Nolan Ryan pitching. And I guarantee I've never seen either of those two pitchers pitch. Yeah, right? <laughs> Weirdly, I feel like 40% of the baseball games I've seen, Barry Zito has pitched. But that's just <laughs> That's not random. something you should be excited about. No. I've seen Kenny Rogers way too much as well. The gambler. Um, <laughs> he got a rib removed. <laughs> So, uh, so he can suck, suck his, his own, own dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, did you know that Kenny Rogers was, uh, he played that nerdy kid on The Wonder Years? No. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before his uh, music career. He also had to have his stomach pumped because uh, he had he sucked too many dicks that one time. <laughs> he all also right. sat on his own balls. Yeah, those, yeah. Are all, those are all the rock and roll. All uh, true stories. <laughs> yeah, true stories I know about Kenny Rogers, the gambler. Yeah, um... I do want to bring up the worst uh, fan sign of all time, mm-hmm. yeah. if I could. This is from the playoffs after Draymond Green's suspension oh, no. for Game 5. Uh, a guy made a laminated sign in multiple fonts, and I'm going to – you'll be able to tell which words are in quotes. It says, LeBron, take the high road back to Cleveland with your second year losing to the GSW. You are no longer known as – King James, you are now loser crybaby James, parentheses, with your feelings hurt. That's a that's a really big, long sign. I have that tattooed on my back. <laughs> There's oh, also a picture of LeBron guy. underneath and in Comic Sans font at the top. Oh, I'm sorry. In, in standard, like, meme font, it says, wah. Mm-hmm. And the sign is laminated. That's too much effort for such a bad sign. Let's, let's you know... I think everybody who brings a sign into an arena has to have it proofread before they display it on TV. That's a rule I can get behind. Can you get that in the next CBA? Have you ever made a sign for a professional sporting event? No, I have made t-shirts, though. Yeah, that's kind of different. That's a different yeah. thing. Yeah, that's very the different. Sign is My, just the so t-shirt weird. I made was Andres Biedrin's related. <laughs> of course <laughs> it was. <laughs> so is Duh. that guy just holding that sign for two hours? That's the thing I don't understand. It seems like the word, like, how could you hurt your live fan experience more than taking a giant piece of poster board and holding it in front of you for two and a half hours? Seems like a bad idea. It's a huge, huge waste of time. Have you guys ever brought a piece of a fence and your friend brought a D? <laughs> D. <laughs> no. That's the other thing I don't understand. Never, never, never once. Never once in my life. I mean, the the NFL fan is probably the least likely to know what a Rebus is. That's <laughs> the only. Uh, uh, Rebus, that's a guy that um, didn't Bill Belichick cut him. Darrell Rebus. Yeah, yeah. Darrell Rebus. Yeah. Oh, Rebus, no, Rebus Island. Mac- Rebus, Rebus McIntyre. <laughs> and he's, he's sent in defensive plays like Chip Kelly yeah. with like pictures and... Well, it's not all bad news for the Warriors, guys. They uh, heroically came back to defeat the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Cinderella story. They were down by 16 points at one mm-hmm. point and uh, against a team comprised of TJ McConnell, Robert mm-hmm. Covington, Jaleel Okafor, and future rookie of the year, Dario Saric. He can't be the rookie of the There's year. There's no He's way. He's going to be the rookie I know, of the year. unacceptable. <laughs> it's we terrible. have to give it to Jokic. <laughs> we just have to go back so lost you, style you're imagining, yeah so a nuclear bomb maybe spinning the earth backwards uh, <laughs> so you would you would be no because carl anthony towns deserved it yeah last year 
So you okay? So you go back with your time machine. Mm-hmm. You transport Nurkic one season ahead. Jokic, Jokic, sorry. <laughs> and then you wipe up the sweat from Moti Yunus hitting the ground. Sure. On the first round yeah, of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. I don't think this is going to be physically possible, but I'm glad you're. So but yeah, excited. Dario, rookie of the year, Dario. No, I just give it to Embiid. Right. He was the best rookie when he was on the court. I agree, but I think I think it's all. I I would I'd say he has like. Dario's got about 85% chance of winning. What if we give it to Tyreek Evans again? (laughs) (laughs) What about Michael Carter Williams? Dion Waiters. Let's give it to Dion Dion Waiters. Waiters. Yeah. The Warriors are going to have to play the worst rookies of the year at some point. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. Anyway. Uh, uh, Yeah, that. Hey, they won a game. They broke a three-game losing streak. I will say... Whatever happened to them in that fourth quarter, they looked like the Warriors again for the first time in, like, two weeks, three weeks. They Maybe. actually looked like the Warriors for a lot of different reasons because Draymond Green was knocking the ball out of bounds all the time. Clay and Steph were hitting shots. And they were also throwing the ball out of bounds, making crazy turnovers, and uh, getting their dunks blocked by the rim. So yeah. it was really, like, a classic... <laughs> Warriors performance all around, yeah. basically. Then I have nothing to worry about, right? They're going to be fine. They're going to the finals yeah, because they're all... bricking shots. I think they're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> but the Cleveland Cavaliers just added another weapon to their arsenal. Who? Would you believe Larry Sanders? What? What? The does goggled my, one himself. Artie, <laughs> does <laughs> my <laughs> butt look <laughs> big in these <laughs> in these basketball shorts? You know how they got him to sign? They threatened to work out John Stewart, and he just, he's like, "I gotta get in shape." Uh, Larry Sanders, you know, has had some troubles. He's been out of the league for three years now, four years, three. Uh, Four. Four. No, well, we four because he was suspended. No, for... it's a full four. It's a full four. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's he missed the entire second Obama administration. Poor guy. Yeah, he did. He he basically started sitting out right before that inauguration. But um, but I mean, b- before he he uh, succumbed to whatever you know addiction. Oh, no, his mental health his mental health problems, his love of weed and stuff. He was a very effective front court player. Is this gonna, good? Is this gonna, oh, you know what? He actually only left the game two years ago. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. So, so he, three years, if you count the year he was suspended for most of the season. Well, he just no. He just he just uh, he only he got a five game suspension once, and he left the team during his ten game weed suspension. So his last game was like Christmas 2014. Okay. So two and a half. Yeah, he missed. He 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 left the game after he was really disappointed in the midterm elections in 2014. Okay. <laughs> And that kind of spiraled well, him. Let me read this quote, and uh, you guys let me know if you think this makes you feel more or less confident that he is going to be a useful player for Cleveland. I feel confident. I feel that I can simultaneously handle basketball and my life. Not confident. Not confident. <laughs> so, so let me, can I can I go through Larry Sanders a little bit? He's one of those players that we have talked about. We were talking with former podcast guest Julian Rodriguez about NBA players who don't really particularly like basketball. Mm-hmm. And Larry Sanders is the classic example of this. A guy who didn't even have a basketball team at his school until 10th grade. And a coach just basically said, well, you're tall. 
mm-hmm. and oh. you're skateboarding around all the time. And then he oh. grew eight inches in high school and thus became a oh. prized college recruit. Oh, mm-hmm. no. um, <laughs> he... I mean, that kind of happened to Embiid, too, but he was at least playing soccer and, like... Well, and he lived in a third-world country. That's true. Whereas Larry um, Sanders actually went from, like, a private school to a public school basketball team and... Uh, <laughs> Wow. He just likes <laughs> drawing pictures. And so he's yeah, he a said couple... in that Kevin Arnovitz piece two years ago, for me, it was having fun was never about, oh, I'm going to go shoot hoops. It's I'm going to sit down and draw some pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also how sign. George W. Bush felt about his presidency. <laughs> not a good I don't sign. need to go to New Orleans. I'm, I'm painting. I'll, I'll, I'll paint a picture of the devastation. So he's... George Bush doesn't paint black people. Yeah. <laughs> So he had a he had a couple animal cruelty charges, which was leaving dogs outside in Milwaukee. Not cool, was, you know. Not cool, but also the best kind of animal cruelty, I guess. As far as those things go, he wasn't like dog fighting or not feeding them. Yeah, he was just incredibly negligent. <laughs> Still I mean, very negligent. He was just high. Yeah, he was just too fucked up. He claims he didn't start smoking pot until he tore a ligament in a bar brawl and then got his eye socket mm-hmm. ruptured. See, that's also just not a good sign for a no. dude. And uh, so he didn't want to take Vicodin and he started smoking pot. I think it's pretty clear, given that he was a painter who also skateboarded, he that he was smoking pot right. very but early. But also on. clinically depressed. Yeah. Yeah, and he's <laughs> he's mid- he's very interesting because he says things like he thinks really good defensive players are like more volatile because you need so much nervous energy to defend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's medically backed up, but you know, I think Rodman, Birdman would back that up. Rodman, our test. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tony Allen seems unwell, but like kind of in a fun way. Yeah, the Warriors play the mental health all-stars. That would be yeah. The um, most offensive episode ever. Um, so yeah, so he, I don't know, I mean he he is an inspire. he's like a, an advocate for mental health stuff, but he's also a guy who negotiated a buyout for 40% of his salary um, got to go to like a mental health program instead of drug rehab and then left his mental health program mm-hmm. and bought out his contract, which he could have gotten his full amount and like kept going to see a therapist, but well, I, I'm not sold on the comeback. Maybe part of saying. his problem was being in the NBA. Yeah. Right. And he, now he's, now he's back, back in, in the, the NBA. NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, I mean, he's going to play a bunch of D-League games here, apparently. Right. But um, they've also, I think we've got... Oh, yeah, he's playing for the uh, Quicken Loans Flamin' Hot Rivers. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Or Canton Charge, whatever, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I mean, the Cavaliers have really put together just, like, a box full of shit. Just, like, uh, the ultimate, like, poo-poo platter of players that they think are going to make them better than the Warriors. You've I mean, I don't... Andrew I, Bogut's broken leg <laughs> you've got darren williams who is not darren williams anymore i mean he's better than like anybody else they could have gotten sure and then you've got larry sanders who has not proven that but he can be a consistent nba player. i don't mind the darren the larry sanders gamble i I think it's good like i mean he's the 15th guy but it does seem like maybe lebron has doc rivers disease he remembers when Larry Sanders was good. And was exactly. Like, yeah. He's like, that guy was really tough on me in the playoffs. And, you know. Bring him in. Get Richard Je- I mean, it worked with Richard Jefferson. Yeah. But they bring in a lot of guys who 
challenge LeBron at some point. And I mm-hmm. think it's like he's got he's like Merlin. You know how he can remember every play? So it's like him struggling with River, Richard Jefferson in 2004 feels like it happened yesterday. He <laughs> right. lives his life forward and backwards. Is this like that movie Arrival? Yes. Yeah. If you've seen it, you understand what I'm saying. If you haven't seen it, you will soon. Uh, the other Get th- it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh, the other thing I wanted to note is that he uh, he has talked about how he wants there to be a place where players can gather that isn't chapel. And I, I mean, think, that's going to be controversial. I think that's the reason the Cavs signed him, because that's the one thing that will infuriate the Warriors <laughs> is if you don't want to go to chapel with them. <laughs> it's the source of a five-year Clippers-Warriors rivalry. I mean, to be fair, the Cavaliers do have a place where that isn't chapel where players can gather, and it's the Road Trippin' podcast with Channing Frye <laughs> and <laughs> Richard Jefferson. Yeah, it's a, it's a no-judgment zone. That's my church. <laughs> um, let's just move on. Chandler Parsons out for the year. With a torn meniscus. Are we bummed, or did we see this coming? I mean, it sucks, but he wasn't good before this. He was. I saw somebody said he was the worst rotation player in the NBA, actually. I love when a dude gets a fat contract with a team that could really use him, needs that guy's talent, Mm -hmm. and then he really, really need him. Super need him, (laughs) and he just implodes. (laughs) Just can't stay healthy isn't even useful when he's on the court. Like Chandler Parsons was like on the cusp of maybe being an all-star one or two years in his career. He was really good in Houston. Um, yeah. I think he, I think somebody just botched his surgery. I think that's probably he, right. He got Grant Hilled. No, cause he didn't die on the operating table. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he's also no longer really as as adept at recruiting, is he? You know, here, what arguably, he was never actually that good at it. Probably he talked not. about how he was the best recruiter ever, but who did he... He got DeAndre Jordan for half a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you saying that his future is not as an agent on the caliber of a B.J. Armstrong? Oh, I think he'll be a better agent than B.J. Armstrong. That's probably, probably fair. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good guess. What I think... Here's what I think should happen. I think when he retires... He okay, should, in six months. Yeah, he should go to Calipari. And be like, hey, you want a recruiter? Recruit me, John. <laughs> Wait a minute. I feel like he would get, uh, you know, busted for some sort of violation pretty quickly. I don't know. He's kind of above the law. <laughs> ways. He's from They'd Florida. They'd be like, have you seen base? him in those jeans? Yeah, he's above the law. So, yeah, really, he wasn't playing this year. He's, it's not really different for Memphis. Like, they could use a healthy guy. But, yeah, the main implications for Chandler Parsons are um, can only have sex in a hot tub or a (laughs) DJ booth. He's got to be sitting down. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but uh, Darko. What? Darko alert. He's a farmer. What? You're kidding me, right? No, 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 no. Somebody freed him and gave him his own. <laughs> <laughs> gave so, him a farm? So, so he's, uh, yeah, he's farming now, and, and he's fat. What? Yeah, so he gave an interview to a Serbian website, and he said this. I've gained 90 pounds since I stopped playing. I'm at 350 right now. <laughs> I'm working on my farm and enjoying that kind of production. 
Because <laughs> wow, Lord the knows the first kind of production yeah. he's ever enjoyed. Lord knows he wasn't producing in the NBA. I take walks through my fields and watch the process. <laughs> Watch the process, (laughs) which makes me really happy. And still pretty inexperienced at this, so I like to learn, seek guidance, go to seminars. I created my own peace of mind, and I'm enjoying it. I mean, that's 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 a really sweet quote. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I I am worried about his body mass index. I like Fat Farmer Darko, though. I like him better than Basketball Darko. (laughs) I think the only thing that's going to hurt is that. The people who buy his food are going to know that he got drafted one space ahead of Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> that's that's going to haunt him. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, Ricky Rubio is back. Yes. Actually, he's not back so much as he's here finally. He's Alexia, really change your face. Be happy. <laughs> that's my favorite Ricky Rubio quote. Sometimes when I'm sad, I just watch Ricky Rubio. Talking tell, to Alexei Shved. Tell Alexei Shved to, <laughs> to change his happy. face. Be happy. Alexi, change change his face. Be happy. Enjoy. And I feel better. See, I watched that Dirk shut it down video. Shut it down. Shut it down. Let's go home. (laughs) Shut it down. Let's go home. (laughs) Uh, He set a Timberwolves record. Mm -hmm. 19 points, uh, 19 assists, and 10 assists just in one quarter. Wait, 19 and 10? 19 total assists, right? And then 19 10. for the team record, 10 in in one season. Okay, four. gotcha. Yeah. Um, and he's he's playing a lot. He's shooting. Yeah. This should have happened, like, I'm going to say three years ago. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I w- think that's part of the value of Thibodeau. Like, he will give his best players minutes. So many minutes. <laughs> so, almost <laughs> too many, you could say. But I think he actually sat him down and basically said, I'm not going to play you if you don't shoot when you're open. Yeah. And it's it's an interesting thing where, where we are in this era of really good shooting, playmaking point guards, but there's something to be said for uh, letting your non-shooter uh, handle the ball and run the offense because otherwise, you know, you just don't guard Ricky Rubio. You have to guard him if he has the ball. Someone tell that to Fred Hoiberg, <laughs> for God's sake. Why? Yeah. The, he can't have all five players <laughs> handle the ball. <laughs> There's only one ball, kid. Do you? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. I love, I'm just happy for Ricky yeah, Rubio. No, this I'm is so great. happy. I love Ricky Rubio. We've been waiting for him to stay healthy and to live up to his potential. And maybe he's gotten there. And maybe Minnesota can get to the playoffs. Change your face, Minnesota. Be happy. <laughs> uh, someone sent Dirk Nowitzki a potato with a picture of himself. Uh-huh. Right, guys? Have you seen the picture? It is yeah. hilarious. We'll put it on Twitter. <laughs> and another person made Clay Thompson autograph their toaster. That picture is also hilarious. Clay Thompson is staring at a toaster like he's never seen a toaster before. I mean, at least I maybe think he thought it was like... Uh, a vape volcano, and he was trying to figure out how to smoke weed <laughs> out of like, it. So that thing's the carb? Okay, I see it heats up the coils. <laughs> so he's just dumping handfuls of weed into this toaster and just and putting his face it above it. it like, I guess you could good. probably get high if you just like cooked the weed, right? I mean, it's... Clay I don't know, ask Larry way. Sanders. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right. Uh, here, so my yeah. question for yeah. you guys... If you could mail something weird to any NBA player, what slash who would it be? Um, oh, definitely just like a uh, a bathtub full of sea bass to Dwayne Wade. 
a bathtub live or living yeah living. yeah, okay. yeah like like, yeah. A, like a koi pond of sea bass yeah. almost <laughs> yeah it's all you bud enjoy yum sean you got one you know, I mean, obviously, Clay Thompson, beanbag chair, lava lamp, um, <laughs> all the stuff a young, all the stuff a young man needs in 1972. <laughs> right. Uh, I think I would, I would wear. Uh, I mean, obviously, I would want to send something to Wes Johnson, and I think because <laughs> he's sort of like fake young, I would get him um, a framed Pulp Fiction poster to See, put up in his dorm room. I would send him a framed copy of Barack Obama's birth th- birth certificate. Oh <laughs> the yeah, long so form? Like, yeah, the long form. Yeah, the long And I also, I also feel like I would really, it would be pretty enjoyable to send Dwight Howard like just like a fart machine. A, I was thinking a case of gack. Okay, <laughs> yeah. it also makes yeah. a fart sound. I can see yeah. him being a big gack boy. <laughs> um, but we gotta take a quick break, guys, okay. for a word from our sponsor. I don't know about you, but when I get hungry, it's an angry hunger. I get that feeling and I want something tasty. Well, when you want to furious gorge yourself, it's time to head to the hottest new fast food restaurant in America, George Carl's Jr. The quality is amazing. All their beef is from cows that were raised by only one parent, so the meat is nice and soft. Not free-range cows, either. These cows were raised in a highly structured environment. Not like these cows today who suddenly make more than their farmers so they don't respect them. Anyway, the burgers are very tender. You never have to worry about toughness with the George Carl team. It's always soft when it counts. And the grill is always lit, fam. Try (laughs) Try the Sean Kemp double-double and dunk on your hunger. Served on an eight-seed bun, it's big enough to feed, what, 10 or 11 kids? Or order the Carl's JR, a great burger that's so sloppy, you have to take your shirt off to eat it. Or try the Boogie Sandwich, which is a big slab of chicken. And speaking of chicken, try the Coke Alvin Baker, a chicken patty soaked in Hennessy. And that's all the chicken since an out-of-court settlement forbids George Carl's Jr. from mentioning nuggets. Is it affordable? You know it. George Carl's Jr. has the Milwaukee Buck and Under menu featuring the Big Dog Hot Dog, Tim Thomas Soft Serve, and the Ray Allen McRib, which they're about to get rid of for no good reason. Of course, for just 50 cents more, you can big ball size your meal. Make sure you don't ask them to Iggy size your meal because that means George Carl's Jr. will trash it the minute you turn your back. And manimal style means your food is dunked and dunked hard into one of their signature dipping sauces. There's sweet and sour grapes, the steady Chauncey Dillups, and there's just no defense with Carmelo-ized onion blend. You're going to need a lot of those sauces because George Carl Jr. is very bitter. There's a lot of choking. This month, when you mention Round Ball Rock, they'll give you 50% off their newest item, the Glenn Robinson Third. One bun, three big dogs. Dunk that shit! George Carl Jr., if you eat here... You're going to get cancer? Oh, Jesus. Good God almighty. I don't go there because the last time I tried to get in the door, I had to step around like eight snakes in the grass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, like hiding. So many <laughs> really snakes. bad snake problem. So many snakes. Uh, the Sacramento locations are closed. Mm, yeah, well. what a shame. Yeah. Uh, so we got to talk about this We guy. don't talk a lot about college <laughs> basketball, even though we did last week. 
But there is one college basketball figure that rises above the rest. I am so pumped for this guy to get in the NBA. We're not even talking about him being a – he's not a player, guys. He's the dad. LeVar Ball. Let's talk about LeVar Ball. Good God. For those of you that don't know, um, he has a son. He has a few. He has a few sons. Yeah, but there's – NBA-wise, there's only one son we need to concern ourselves with, right? Yes. Uh, Lonzo, yep. who plays for UCLA, he's going to be a top five pick, right? Top three, probably. I think he's top three. Yeah. Top three, depending um, on his performance in the in the tournament. But this guy, look, I don't follow college basketball. I don't know anything, but I read this article about his dad this week in USA Today, and this guy is fucking nuts. Yeah, Lavar Ball is. I cannot wait for him to get to the NBA. Well, just recently, let me, I'll let, I'll read you okay. some of this stuff. Okay, here. Uh, so, this is just a set of stuff I learned in the USA Today profile from about LeVar Ball. Uh, first off, he said he could beat Michael Jordan one-on-one in both of their primes. Uh, LeVar Ball played one season of basketball at Washington State and averaged 2.2 points and 2.3 rebounds. Uh, go Cougars. Uh, and here's how he said he would beat Jordan. I would just back Jordan in and lift him off the ground and call a foul every time he fouls me when I do a jump hook to the right or the left. He cannot stop me one-on-one. He better make every shot because he can't go around me. He's not fast enough. What? You mean now or back no, then? No, this is in their primes. That's not that, – he, uh, did he, he did not play in the pros. No. LeVar Ball – He played one year in Division One. There is no way two points he two would rebounds. be able to beat Michael Jordan. But here's what well. he said. And he can only make so many shots outside before I make every bucket under the rim. Now, in a game of five-on-five, five, Jordan might do some damage. But he might, might do some damage. But I'm going to do some damage, too, this is, is what he said. This is uh, maybe the rantings of a madman. Uh, you know what else he said? That he wants to package his three sons into one shoe deal, and he wants a billion dollars for it. Here's the thing about that. Because it would be for life, though, right? It would be a for well, life here's what he, for here's all what of the children, said. including the grandkids? The number, $1 billion. First off, he's like... Did he do this with his pinky Dr. Evil, his mouth? Dr. Evil shoe deal? <laughs> well, he's petting a bald cat. And then he said, a billion dollars. It has to be there. That's our number. A billion, straight out of the gate. And you don't even have to give it to me all up front. First off, me... By the time his sons are signing this deal... They're emancipated. They can do whatever they they want. They're not giving it to LeVar Ball. Secondly, does this mean Lonzo's not going to have a shoe deal until that third brother is out of... No, because... Well, yeah, because LaMelo and the other one... I forget what the other one's name is. Leangelo? Leangelo. He doesn't play as much. But, um, yeah, there's there's sophomore, freshman. Like, it's going to be a while before... Leangelo's a senior... Oh, he's the older one. So Lamelo is younger than him. Yeah, Lamelo's sixteen. Yeah, Man. I don't know what this means. <laughs> you can't get a shoe deal in high school or college or college. Yeah, maybe they're gonna go to China. Uh, but yeah, many said, and you don't have to give it to me all up front. Give us one hundred million dollars over ten years. So this oh, so is he wants an annuity. <laughs> this is a, uh, this is the exact opposite of Rich Paul. 
and like LeBron's yeah. people. Like it's LeBron, so tight. It's LeBron and all of his friends, and they're like reasonable business people, <laughs> and only crusty old white guys think it's bad. And then there's this guy who is literally so into this literally guy. a grifter. <laughs> do you know what? Do you, do you know, Levar Ball is a former professional athlete, though. Well, was he on American Ninja Warrior? He played for the London Monarchs of NFL Europe. What? Yep. Well, we're we're gonna get to okay. A keep, oh, keep sorry. Going. Uh, all right. So he bought Lonzo and Leangelo, the two old enough to drive, one hundred thousand dollar BMWs. Yeah, he's actually he has money on his own. Sure, he owns some sort of gym or something. But what? Here's what he said. Uh, to get my my boys a little one hundred thousand dollar car, that's nothing. I don't have to pay for education. I'm saving over $1 million. So here's the thing, though. USA Today did the math. Yep. And if all three Ball brothers went to UCLA for four years each, he'd only be saving $400,000. But maybe he, well, maybe he I mean, means he as opposed to not a state school. You know what I mean? Like they're if they're going to USC, that tuition. Yeah, but a lot they've higher. all they've all they're definitely they're, going to they're UCLA. All signed on to UCLA. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I understand what he's saying in a general sense. Okay, like right. they get a free education. I don't, I don't know if I'd give my sixteen-year-old son a hundred thousand-dollar car. I also wouldn't make his high school coach allow him to shoot <laughs> sixty-five times a game. But you know, they I'm go not, in most of the time. I'm not a genius. <laughs> Like Lamar, Lavar Ball. Uh, okay, here's another thing that happened. Here's something. Look, I didn't know where to put this quote, but here's just something he told Lonzo. Uh, they try to twist him up. Oh man, your dad's distracting you. What's he doing? His dad ain't out here on the court with no hula hoops. Going, hey, make a shot through here. That's distraction. I told him, son, hurting you is not talking about you. Hurting you is cracking you upside the head. Yeah, that is actually that's a threat. That's, that's a yeah, threat. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hurt <laughs> that's you. That's, yeah, that's weird. I don't like that. Uh, also, in this article, he made fun of UCLA coach Steve Alford for crying. I mean, I'm in favor of that, yeah, actually. fuck Steve Alford. Steve Alford sucks. Uh, Bryce Alford, also questionable. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has a clothing line called Big Baller Brand. Did you know about this, Sean? Oh, is it Sam Cassell's company? No, it's lo- it's the Ball family company. Is it similar to Big oh, Dogs? Ballers. No, it's Big, big Baller brand. If you can't run cool. with the big dollars, move out of Chino. Uh, it's already been warned by the NCAA for using Lonzo's image on its website, first off. But here's why I'm bringing it up. The prices are insane. Uh, a t-shirt is $60. That's too much. Uh, a hoodie is $70. Mm-hmm. That's, that's way too much. And a hat is $100. What is it, Supreme? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's crazy. No, it's Big Baller brand, bro. That's stupid. Also, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 please, please. Also, when UCLA warned him about Big Baller brand, he threatened to take Lonzo off the team. He said, I quote, I was going to tell them Big Baller style, see if you can win this NCAA tournament without my son. I said, let me tell you guys something right now. If I come down there, it ain't going to be about no complaints. I'm coming down to get my son. I love that he's drunk with power. I like that he says big baller style. Like, (laughs) I'm going to do this big baller style. Because he's always branding. Always be branding. (laughs) He's like Guy Fieri. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is is Lonzo Ball going to come out with his own donkey sauce? 
Let's hope so. Also, what if I showed up at the next podcast recording with a $70 Lonzo Ball hoodie on? How would you guys react to that? I, I think it would be hilarious. I would be like, Sean, I, <laughs> I didn't know you could make so much money from babysitting. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, there's also just one line in this interview that says, I mean, in this profile that just says, Ball said his wife was unavailable to be interviewed. <laughs> oh, oh, no. She's a, she's a Cal State Los Angeles basketball star, though. Yeah. So you're, what you're saying is that she's probably not a complete maniac, and he's like, listen, you don't know how to sell the brand. The other Stay thing is, in the corner. Well, the other thing I just realized, uh, I'm going to walk back my college tuition comments because Lonzo Ball's only going for one year. Exactly. And They're he all does not. Just... He does, well, the other yeah. ones are going to go four years, dude. <laughs> I mean... You don't you don't leave early for the CBA. I just mean in his mind, yeah. they're all just going for one year. So it's yeah, they're I mean, all really good. He <laughs> doesn't get to go back to UCLA for free because he used to be on the basketball team. <laughs> like that's not how. Oh, you mean after after work. he obviously the Ball family is is very academically oriented. All right, and there's one one story. This is how they end the piece. When he was at Washington State for that one season, he claims Dennis Erickson made him try out for the football team. And now this is the quote. So I go to the little spring practice, and I'm just catching the ball. But every time they call for blocking plays, I tell the other guys, come on in. I don't do no blocking. Oh, you're aw uh, Erickson said, oh, you're awesome. You're good to go. But LeVar, they're going to know it's a different play if we don't have you blocking. I go, well, you got these big dudes. Let them block. And I'll tell you this. Out of four downs, I need the ball twice. If I don't have it twice, I'm gone. He said, it don't work that way, but you'd be a hell of a tight end. And I said, nah, I'm good, man. Does Dennis Erickson remember this happening? No, not at all. USA Today asked Dennis Erickson if he remembered this happening, and Dennis Erickson said, no, I don't have any recollection of this. Wait, so did he never actually play at Washington State football? He did not play Washington but State football. But he did football. end up in the NFL Europe League. Well, well he, he actually played in the World League of American Football. Can oh. I read you his statistics? Yes, for yes God, please. Uh, zero receptions for zero yards. <laughs> Apparently what happened is they put him in for one offensive series. Once it was third down and he hadn't gotten a reception, he walked off the field forever. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this guy is going to ruin the NBA. So here's my question. That's wh why I read you all this. I have three questions okay. for you guys. Uh, where's the funniest NBA team to la for Lonzo and Lavarda? The Lakers. Sacramento Kings. Oh, I yeah. think it's the Sacramento Kings because I think he could grift his way into the GM position with yeah, Vivek. Yeah, that's true. Vivek is probably like, he wow, and this Vivek guy would really get along. This guy knows a lot about He'd be basketball. Like, I like that he's got theories. Yeah, I, it, it would, I think it would end up being like seven years from now. The Kings would just field the three ball the three ball players and no other players. <laughs> They'd play three on five, and Vivek would think like this is some game breaker. He's like, yeah, it's the baller stuff. Well, you would finally be able to run that cherry picking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's, that's literally what Lamelo Ball does. <laughs> he does not cross the three point line on either side of the court. Uh, he eventually does okay. later once once it's clear that there's going to be an actual possession and not just like a block or a steal or something or a turnover of some sort. Um, continue. All right. I I also think he'd be great on the Knicks. I was going to say the Knicks too because um, <laughs> I feel like Lavar Ball and uh, 
James Dolan would not get along because James Mm-mm. Dolan is a crypto racist. Yeah. <laughs> be like, who is this fast-talking, jive-talking black man? That's not the blues, man, I was expecting. <laughs> but I think Frank Isola would quote him every oh, single yeah. day. Oh, yeah, the New York media would just, like, jerk <laughs> off all over this. Can you imagine the New York the New York Post guy would actually die of autoerotic experience? <laughs> he's like, so many ball puns! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I can't decide. Those are two really good choices. The Lakers at least are, well, they're pretty dysfunctional, but... I think people would just be mad at him. I, yeah, they could. I think the Lakers are weirdly strong enough to handle it. Well, yeah. they're culturally. They're like too close to him too. Because <laughs> if he can just kind of commute from Chino, I mean, it's unpleasant, but he'd just be there a lot. Whereas he's not I commuting from Chino, by the way. That is a long fucking trip. It's bad. That's yeah. where Chino was famous for being. Where uh, Ryan from the OC is from. Well, mm-hmm. Chino Hills. Is different. Yeah, this Chino. is nice. This, Chino. Is, this Chino is classier Hills. than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the guy in front of the devil has a wife in Chino. It oh. may be again. Chino is Hills Mo- is a different place than Chino. So Chino he would be like, like an acquaintance of the devil, <laughs> like devil adjacent. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um. All right. My other question is, what bad dad is LeVar most like? The Jackson 5 dad, the Beach Boys dad, or that dad from Magnolia who's making his kid do trivia? I think he's the most like the bad grandpa. <laughs> he's like a bad grandpa. No, bad grandpa has good intentions. Though. Oh, that's that's true. Uh, but doesn't, doesn't LeVar think he has good intentions, or do you think he's like pimping out his no, children? No, but he's, well, he's 100% pimping out his children. He's like, I got to get a billion. About, like he kind of reminds me of Venus and Serena Williams' dad. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Tiger's dad a little bit too. Earl. What about what about Jessica Simpson's dad? Because to me, Joe. he reads like Beach Boys' dad all one hundred. Joe Simpson. Oh, I like that. Yeah, he's he's gonna end up like living in Venice and taking photos of coeds or something. <laughs> yeah, like he's gonna be like, oh, I gotta evaluate the cheerleaders. We gotta have a baller style team <laughs> here with, uh, you know, the Philadelphia 76 That would be the one really awesome thing is if he does end up on the Lakers, if he ends up as a character on the Laker Girls reality show. Well, he's filming a reality show right now. Oh, is it God. called Baller Style? I know they didn't say. <laughs> is it, he say has, he's, he's got a lot of balls in the Is air. it a foreign network or is it it's, like they're just on his own? It, it's just oh. on his own. Uh, Never a good idea. They Eventually, have, it's going to end up on Investigation Discovery. <laughs> he already has. Yeah. Look, one of these Ball brothers is going to murder him, I think. I think oh, that's going to be like a, it's Menendez. like a Menendez thing. <laughs> I mean, he's like. So you're saying one of the kids is going to end up going to Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. And one last question. Is the NBA ready for this? Hell, yeah, they are. <laughs> well, you know what I'm thinking about? We've spent weeks, months. By the way, I'm eating, guys, if you're concerned with why I'm making all those noises. We've been talking about the NBA being so woke and great and everybody being so well-spoken and and uh, articulate and, and astute about the world. And then this motherfucker comes in who's like, I'm going to fleece you dry of all your money. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm going to... Big co- baller style. <laughs> complete sleazeball. I can't even remember a prominent... NBA dad that isn't Del like Curry. Mike du- yeah or like you know Michael Thompson Jordan's or, dad was around but he wasn't like 
controlling Michael. Yeah, I mean, the difference was his kids were killing him rather than him killing his children. So oh, that's Jesus. Man, that, you're two for two on the on the horrible jokes. Um yeah, I think this was this is going to be a, a a a new experience for the NBA, and Adam Silver is going to have a lot of fun with this guy. Here's, <laughs> a, here's a question too: Is he jeopardizing that billion dollar shoe deal by already having an apparel company with? Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, like, it's like you're gonna have to shut big ballers down <laughs> because uh, Nike yeah. doesn't really have yeah. much interest the in it. Under Armour big baller colorway <laughs> is not gonna happen. I agree with both of what you said, but I would replace it with Anta. I think <laughs> no. I think they could get a hundred million dollar deal oh, with Anton. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I have baseball news on my rundown. The fuck? What does this have to do with anything? Manny Ramirez signed with a Japanese team and was given unlimited sushi by a restaurant, not by the team. And he doesn't have to practice. His jersey just says Manny. His agent is obviously very, very astute. Yes, not yeah. a B.J. Armstrong type. No, I mean, this is a he, good agent. This guy needs to be representing some NBA players. Is he going to gain a lot of weight? Probably. No, I think he's going to die of mercury poisoning. <laughs> like oh, Jeremy he's Piven. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we've said enough about baseball. Let's never do this again. Which NBA player would die? Most easily with that. Dwayne Wade, all the sea bass. Yeah, oh, he, he's couldn't, yeah. he couldn't help he'd himself. O, he'd OD on sea bass. Do you think Darko maybe signed that kind of contract with the farm? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Wait, what do you? No, think I think Darko's growing. Weed, baby. Yeah, totally weird, right? <laughs> it's fucking weed. <laughs> he, I mean, he admitted that he was getting drunk before practices as a rookie in Detroit, where I don't even think he was eighteen when that season started. So, I mean. Eastern Maybe Europe's a, a weird lab. place. Maybe his farm is a meth lab. <laughs> meth? Why have the farm? He it's just it. calls it a farm. Oh, farm. I mean, he you does have I mean? a tattoo of war criminals on his stomach, so that farm could be growing, like, you know, homegrown nationalist racism yeah like maybe maybe bleacher report will send me to serbia and i that can would find be out so darko's absolutely tank. terrible i do not want that um all right guys we are at that point in the show well my favorite segment i don't know about you guys but uh so golden state warriors 2016 2017 banged up as they may be playing a fantasy team of our choosing and this week the Warriors will be playing famous resters because they rested all their mm -hmm. best players against the uh, San Antonio Spurs. So here are guys who happily sit out. So let me get let me give, games. let me give you this roster. We have the aforementioned Larry Sanders mm -hmm. who sat no out. Flamping. No flamping. No <laughs> flamping. Uh, he sat out. Uh, I think because of a contract dispute. I believe he. Left the Bucks and announced he was going to live the rest of his life in Montana. He, Is that right? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan's on this team. He's a famous wrestler. Mm -hmm. Takes a lot of plays mm -hmm. off. Uh, Scotty Pippen. He sat he out. He sat that out play. one play. That one play. Yeah, he did rest that one play. The yeah. Tony Kukoc hit the shot. Hit that shot. Yeah. No, people remember that Scotty Pippen. It's. Stupid people remember that. <laughs> it's weird that, that they remember that. <laughs> he also sat out the uh, financial meeting when he bought that plane. <laughs> he shouldn't have sat that one out. Uh, other famous wrestlers, we have Sleepy Floyd. 
Mm-hmm. Just because his name's Sleepy. Tracy McGrady like... used to take a lot of naps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then Amari Am- Stoudemire had to rest because he punched out a glass case. Uh, it glass wasn't case. a glass case, was it? It was the like a fire thing. Yeah, right. it no, was the thing he... that had a fire extinguisher in it. Yeah, yeah like but a glass I, break I, in case of... No, but I thought he just punched... He went to punch the wall and hit a fire extinguisher that was hanging there. I don't think he punched the glass case out, did he? Dubaru, let us know later. Yeah, yeah we'll find out. He did what... punch a fire extinguisher. Shit got fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who else? Doug Collins. Uh, Doug I Collins see. from the 1972 Olympic team. Those those baby oh, quitters man. who You're skipped gonna... the medal ceremony. You're going to make Doug Collins cry again. <laughs> he's he's Right now, he's dyeing his hair a bright shade of neon orange, a natural color that a lot of men have, and just wondering to himself, like, they shouldn't have given him a replay. Um, Why is Windhorst here? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, other uh, and rounding out the bench, we have Sandy Koufax, who yep. sat out Game One of the World Series in 1965 because of Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. We have Marlon Brando; he's the sixth man, but he will be replaced at halftime with Sashin Littlefeather. Is he on the list because of the Island of Dr. Moreau? Uh, well, he did a lot of resting in that. Movie. Seventy-three Oscars, uh, <laughs> I- heist. And Apocalypse Now, I believe he slept through most of his takes. Yeah, man, Marlon Brando is a fucking dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Also, this game will be played in Charlotte, mm-hmm. which is a boycotted city. Yep, people, they s- people sit out. They rest. Corporations it. are sitting out their conventions. Yeah. All right. Well, are they playing basketball? Is my first question. I believe it's a combination basketball game slash sleep apnea study. Oh, can I add two people to this team? Please. I would like to add John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Oh, because they did the sleep in. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. So are they are they on the team or are they like the halftime act? No, like no, John they're on Lennon. the team. They're playing. They're, yeah, but from bed. Oh, so okay. they're just in bed. Yeah, yeah. And do they count as one person or are they playing basically yeah, so they three get, on five? Do they get six fouls each or just six yeah, fouls? Yeah, no, they get 12 fouls. 12 fouls, 12 fouls combined. Yeah. But they're in one bed. But the bed is on wheels. The bed's on wheels. Okay. Yeah. And um, uh, and uh, Harry Nilsson pushes it around. Okay, one thing I think that's going to really come in handy for the Warriors here is you can hide Steph Curry on defense on the bed. <laughs> I think that's true. He doesn't well, really have to deal with much. He's yeah. just falling a bed around. Now, are they are they married at this point? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is contemporaneous to when they did the uh, the sit-in. Okay, so then Steph Curry will not have to avoid them simply because it's premarital sex. Correct. Yeah, okay. he's fine with that. Okay. Uh, I think Clay Thompson and Larry Sanders neutralize each other. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are could they say playing that. basketball? Did yeah, they're playing basketball. Okay, well, and then there's a sleep apnea study for the tiebreaker. Okay. Um, it will not be a tie. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, I'm going to say Draymond and Tim Duncan. That's who's going to decide this matchup here. Yeah. And Durant versus Pippen. I don't think Sandy Koufax is going to be a big No, he's not going to make it into the game. I would be surprised if Sandy Koufax ever played basketball. Yeah, I think he probably thinks of it. Well, not true. Isn't he a Jewish guy from Brooklyn? Basketball oh, was yeah, very yeah. popular with the Jews. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. George Mikan, guys. Legendary mm-hmm. Laker. Um, Marlon Brando is the one who's really going to be useless because he's obese. <laughs> yeah, well, the sleep apnea study will he, be good for him, though. He might. It, it might be a problem when mid-game he lays down on that bed. I just imagine him oh. calling out plays like, Mouse in the house. 
Miles in the house. <laughs> oh, that guy, Patrick McCall, can't guard me. He just starts running around with like a like a stick of butter. Oh, that's Disgusting. so gross. And then he's going to be like, I could have signed with a contender <laughs> instead of this team of sleepy motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I got to go with the Warriors here. And especially because Steph Curry's going to have a home court advantage, they're playing in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, Sleepy Floyd did take 29 naps in a quarter once, but... Uh, <laughs> Is that the record? That's the record. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. record. Um, I think the Warriors are actually really good at sleeping, too. Because you look at like all those team plane videos, aren't they constantly filming themselves sleeping? Oh, and sleeping? they have the Draymond blankets. They have the Draymond blankets yeah. of him yeah. And if we're talking about a sleep apnea study, the goal should be for them to not have sleep apnea. And we've already got one obese person <laughs> on here. Marlon Brando definitely has sleep apnea. I think Larry Sanders probably has sleep apnea because I feel like he probably has asthma. Yeah, we have a heavy smoker on here. We've got an elderly Tim Duncan. <laughs> Wait, who says Tim Duncan's elderly? Have you seen him lately? He looks no, like isn't, he looks like Morgan but Freeman. But Brando's dead. Aren't we getting like? Isn't this a magic world where we get these people in specific eras? Which era Tim Duncan is? Right this? now. So this is 1965, Resting. Sandy Koufax. But the thing is, it's by what would he be eating for Yom Kippur? He wouldn't be eating. It's well, a I mean, fast. Sorry, after Yom Kippur. Sorry. Oh, yeah. probably, you know, some, like, egg salad, maybe some white yeah, fish. Yeah, you go to Cantor's before yeah. the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be snoring. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if he goes to Cantor's. And Scotty Pippen uh, actually got his bed repossessed. Oof, okay. For a bad investment. So, yeah, I'm going to pick the Warriors. Warriors win here, guys. Yeah, I'll take the Warriors. Huge oh. win. Fly the W. Um, what an episode. Wow. I ate during it. That was delicious. Shout out to Halal guys, 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 guys. Um, they don't sponsor this show, but they should. Um, Sean, anything to promote while we're here? Uh, yeah, you can check out my referee hotline column on Yard Barker every Tuesday. The Internet's original NBA referee hotline column. I'm at <laughs> Sean Keen on Twitter, and I'll be at the Punchline March 22nd to the 26th with Aaron Foley. In San Francisco. Uh, I'm Dave Schilling, as usual, at Dave underscore Schilling. Um, obviously looking for my work on BleacherReport.com. Listen to the Mass Man Show on the Ringer Podcast Network if you like wrestling. Joey. Um, yeah, I actually have something to promote this week. <gasps> yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, if you subscribe to Audible... Uh, I wrote the sports episode of what is the name of that show, Sean? I can't. Sounds like Sounds America. Like America. <laughs> I wrote the sports episode of uh, Sounds Like America on Audible channels, and it's hosted by Roy Wood Jr. Oh, very funny, Roy yeah. Wood Jr. Excellent. Oh yeah, and you, I think I think I did the road trips episode. I think uh, Reggie Watts. As well. Ooh, good, good series. Throw it out our there. friends Look, at Audible. A lot of friends. Yeah, I don't know when it comes out, but I know it should be out soon. Excellent. Yeah. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at Frankie Muniz or at Joey Devine if you don't like funny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, breaking news, um, LeVar Ball's home was burglarized last night. Oh, yeah. I saw that, and I forgot to mention it. Um, I have a theory. Yeah. I bet it was by that youngest ball. The young oh, Leangelo, yeah. he's looking for a way in to murder his dad. Because <laughs> he doesn't live there? Uh, there's a lot of big baller merchandise that's going to be uh, sold bootleg, guys. So look out for that. You can finally get a $70 hoodie for $20. Um, 
that was a great episode, guys. We will see you next week. Trust the process. Trust the process. Wait, I have a Frankie Muniz tweet real quick. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> at Spotify. I have some questions about Spotify. Can you DM me? I'd so appreciate you. Spotify is not that complicated, Frankie. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know. Trust the process. Hey, Frankie, call our Google voice number and we will answer any and all of your questions about Spotify. <laughs> Trust the process. In five, four, three, two. Live on tape from Hollywood, The Larry Sanders Show. Tonight, join Larry and his guests, John Lovett, Lyle Lovett, Steve Duchesne, and me, hey now, Hank Kingsley. And now, because we've tried it with just the desk, and it really isn't the same, Larry Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.